The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is DFS simplified. All you have to do is pick your favorite player over and under Sakashin. Head over to PricePicks.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Ross Robotu by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. Ross brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, December 6th, 11 a.m. on the East Coast. Brand new week. That means brand new money. And the NBA Gambling Podcast is on fire, cashing our underdogs. But that's more in particular because of my co-host, who's been cashing these dogs. Joining me as usual, Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, the dogs are barking. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, absolutely. They are absolutely barking. Um, We've been just cashing dogs. I feel like we've been cashing dogs at a high clip uh, since the beginning of the season, honestly. Like, it's just a lot of – we're cashing a lot of dogs at plus money. Some, some huge bet, plus 200, plus 400 bets, like – you, we're just we're just constantly making you money over here. Constantly making you money. A plus four hundred dog, four units, four units off one game. Come on. Hey, that's how we try to do it around these parts of the NBA gambling podcast. But like Terrell has said, if this is the first time you're listening to us, or it's your second or third time, we welcome everyone to the Money Team. Like Terrell was talking about last week, so make sure you're like, subscribe, leave us a review. And listen to us at least for now, three times a week. We've can begin getting some tweets. I know Terrell's gotten a few. I've gotten a few DMs and tweets asking us to go every day. So hopefully we can do that starting in 2022. But for right now, we are going three times a week. So hopefully, uh, like we said, 2022 will be able to go possibly every day. Uh, Terrell, um, let's get some stuff that happened around the NBA over the weekend. Um, where do you want to start, man? You want to start with our Cleveland Cavaliers team? Uh, no, we could start with um, me and the Miami Heat. I put a parlay in on the Miami Heat, and that joint missed by one leg. 
Not to mention, not to mention that I bet on a part of heat parlay three times over the course of the weekend. Yeah, I think it was like the weekend. It might be an extended weekend, something like that. And every last one of them joints missed by one leg. Every single one. <laughs> Un- unfathomable. The one in the in the slack, sg.pn slash slack. Uh, that one missed by Tyler Hero. He had like, I think he had 18. I had him for 25. Mm-hmm. I hit the one the day before that. It was Kyle Lowry. Day after that, it the freaking under didn't come in, man. The the backups came in the game and started killing for the uh the heat and the um and the bucks so yeah yeah no i don't know what i think i'm done i think i'm done betting uh heat parlays right now it's a little no i'm probably gonna put another one in tonight not gonna lie it's <laughs> very very easy is look like when you when you're building parlays uh-huh it really starts with the plate like have one to two maybe even three plays if you have three plays that's a great game yeah but uh if you have a play that kn- you know is going to hit and now you're just now you're just getting extra juice because now you're you're basically betting on the others because you know it's gonna hit. So the reason I bet heat parlays is because nine times out of ten, I know that point guard's points total is coming under. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, I know every single one of them parlays that I hit, it started with whoever the point guard was. I didn't care who it was. It was Darius Garland, yeah. it was Drew Holiday, it was uh who was the last team they played? Uh okay. Pacers on Friday. Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, I had the under of that on the yeah, Malcolm cast, Brogdon. Yeah. So whether no matter who it was, every last one of them uh, points totals came under. So that was one leg done. Now I'm just now I'm worried about three to four, maybe even five of the legs, depending on how frisky I wanted to get. So you know that's the that's the method to my madness when I build parlays. I always start with looking at the games and I'm like, all right, I know for a fact this play is going to hit. And then nine times out of 10, I'll pick a side or a total. And that's yeah. two plays. So I'm like, ooh, I know for a fact this side is going to hit. Like with the Cavs game, I knew for a fact the Cavs were going to cover. I ain't know yeah. how, what way. I knew the Cavs were going to cover. So now mm-hmm. I got uh, Darius Garland under and I got the Cavs to c- cover. I'm already in plus money right there. Yep. Now I just need a couple more people to hit. Come on, yo. So I'm giving y'all a free game real quick. I ain't even mean to uh, go on that tirade, but a little free game and how you kind of uh, how I kind of think of things through. That's a thought process between, <laughs> behind Terrell's madness uh, when he puts together his parlay. So I mean, it, it's it's when you find a trend like or like a stat that we've or you uncovered with the Miami Heat's defense against the opposing team's point guards. Uh, I mean, it's been cashing every single week. I, I you know we came up with the. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon one, and I looked back and looked at he only hit – he's gone over 20 points just once over now 15 meetings between himself and the Miami Heat. So I think that next matchup we're certainly definitely to keep an eye on because I don't think the market is going to um, – I don't think the market is going to adjust for that. They're not digging deep like we are after finding that 14 no, out of 15 no, you times. Because you can't put – you can't bet Malcolm Brogdon to get under 20 points right now because yeah. then you – then it's like, oh, now the books are like, oh, my God. Now everybody's hammering the over, hammering the over, hammering the over. They feel like they got to set it at 20 and a half to kind of yeah. split that money. And, you know, but, you know, we thinking we thinking in the yesteryear. We're in next year. We're, we're too far ahead. It is – Sheesh. Yeah, some other news. Uh, as we expected, I think as everybody expected, the Phoenix Suns winning uh, winning streak snapped on Friday in Golden State against the Warriors. I mean, Terrell, we saw this one coming, right? It was a sandwich spot for them in Detroit having to play back-to-back against Golden State. 
where Golden State mm-hmm. won that game by 22 points. Another bad shooting night for Steph Curry, though, in that game, I believe. Or was that the following night? No, that was the following one. I'm sorry. He was 8 of 20 from the field. Steph Curry, 6 of 11 from three-point land. Um, but you had guys off the bench that really contributed for them. Juan Toscano Anderson. I don't know if you saw that dunk that he had on JaVale McGee, uh, that absolute yeah. poster moment. And then Gary Payton the second had 19 points for yeah, the he's Warriors. Really good. Yeah. He's, he's, he's that, he was such a good, he's like really like, don't increase his role, like leave his role exactly where he is at. The fact that he can come in out of nowhere and give you 10 to 14 points. Yeah. is really great for this squad. Like so good for this squad. The worst thing you can do is accelerate him too early. And I, I I'm, I'm calling the prediction. I'm pretty sure Gary Payton II is gonna gonna be in the dunk contest this uh, All Star weekend. There's no way oh, he doesn't. Yeah. I, I think he's gonna be in the dunk contest. I'm gonna say that's participant number one right there. Yeah, that that the him. I want to see him. Miles Bridges. There's another two guys. I just, I I think I tweeted this out. Or I was thinking about it, that. I wanted to see the dunk contest this year, but that uh, draw that bench is gonna get even better when Clay returns. I think. Initially, I'm not sure if they're going to bring him off the bench, Clay, or whatever the plan is, but eventually Clay is going to be the starter, and then Jordan Poole is going to move over to that bench. So when you have Jordan mm-hmm. Poole, Gary, Pay- Gary Payne II, Damian Lee, Juan Toscano Anderson coming off of that bench, that's a pretty solid uh, bench and, and squad coming off to just bring that energy with that second unit. I'm so, so, I mean, it looks really good right now for the Golden State Awards, not to mention the fact that it's, yeah, I said- uh, James Wiseman is going to be back pretty soon too. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I said this the whole time. This Warriors team, believe it or not, they're not going as far as Steph takes them. They're not going as far as Clay takes them and not even Draymond. Right. Like, we know what those guys can do. They are going as far as Jordan Poole takes them coming off the bench. Yeah. If Jordan Poole can give you that same production in less minutes coming off the bench, leading that second unit, that is going to be one of the most dangerous second units in all of the league. They're already dangerous now. Add Jordan Poole to that mix coming off and unlimited scoring, no matter who's on the court, that's going to be an extremely dangerous second unit. It's going to be extremely dangerous. And, I mean... Them, those, those Warriors NBA Finals tickets look good. Like they look yeah. good right now. So they look real good. That uh, they're smashing the over of their win total. Mm-hmm. That it like they they could go, they could go sub five hundred and still hit their win total for the rest of the season. So, I, I was uh, I was discussing this with uh, Scott on the propcast, and I was looking at the updated regular season win totals for some of these teams. And I was just curious to see what Golden State Warriors were at. Warriors were still at 55 and a half at the time. And this was just last week. And they're still at 55 and a half over on DraftKings at even money. I don't get it. Why are they only at 55 and a half? This is a team that can win 60 games easily. Am I missing something yeah. there? I mean, I I assume that is just that maybe they're foreshadowing a um a drop off maybe they're saying that you know this is the peak this is the peak well you got to think like clay clay and wiseman coming back is going to they they're going to lose some games when clay and wiseman come back like they're going to have they're going to have a rough patch when clay and wiseman come back there's no way those two guys come back and this team is gelling how they are like yeah. everybody has their defined role everybody knows their role you can't just insert two starters not even two just players. You inserting two starters into that. Yeah. And then you're expecting everybody to 
keep understanding their role and not fall off at some point, they're going to lose a couple of games. Like there's, there's going to be a stretch where you're going to be like, dang, the Warriors are, you know, taking some L's where you weren't really weren't expecting to take a lot of L's. Yeah. They, um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that month, that month when they come back is probably the most games in a month span that they'll lose in the entire season. Like, yeah. Right so now, I, I I won't I won't say that I understand. So if that's the logic. I get it, but uh-huh. I just don't see how I would not forecast that if I was making this line. I would not forecast that. I would take I would take the chance of people betting the of having that mindset and betting the under rather yeah. than me forecasting that because that's what that line is saying. That line is basically saying you're expecting the Warriors to have a drop off when those two guys come back. Yeah, right now they're at nineteen. They're nineteen and four right now on the on the year, and they would have to finish thirty seven and twenty two to get over that fifty five and a half mark, which I think is, is doable That's for pretty, for yeah, yeah it's very doable much for doable. the Golden State Warriors. So I just wanted to point that out. Um, and it's probably a little bit of the rest of the league getting healthier as well. The the league yeah, is hurting true. right now. So I'm we like we talked about this earlier in the year. Like we could start in all-star team that could probably go to the championship uh, of players who are not playing right now. So I think uh, as time goes on and people are getting healthier and and other teams are are just naturally getting better, like at the end of the day, we expect the Lakers to be better at some point. We expect hopefully that Kawhi comes back at some point and that Clippers team to be a lot better. Um, You know, we expect to see Jamal Murray back in there and to boost that Nuggets team back up. So it's just over over the course of the league, it's a lot of guys that are hurt that we expect them to come back and, you know, give them a little bit more trouble and some people to make a run for, you know, the one, two, three, four seeds. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I would still bet the over right now. I yeah. would I would bet the over right now and wouldn't even bat an eye. But if it did not cash, I wouldn't be surprised because of those factors. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Um, yeah, it might take Clay a little while to get his kind of get up to game speed and get his legs back under him. Uh, and it's not even back. Clay. It's not even Clay and Wiseman that I'm worried about. Honestly, well, Wiseman a little bit more because you know, Wiseman for sure. Yeah, you young have to factor and and being a sink and being a center and all that is a tough position. But it's not even that. I'm just concerned about everybody else behind him. Yeah. Like I'm concerned about Jordan Poole. Is Jordan Poole going to be able to to have less minutes and be able to come in and be automatic like off the rip? Like, mm-hmm. and we've seen it, but have we seen it um, consistently? Not really. And, you know, so I'm thinking of guys further down that depth chart. What is Gary Payton? Because Gary Payton's gonna, minutes is going to decrease some. What is he going to do in, short, in less minutes? Is he going to be able to come in and be some good um, be some good offense or be a spark for that team? Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. just everybody behind them. And as that, you know, that the rest of that roster, like, how are they going to do with less minutes? Because right now they're all getting a pretty good, decent chunk of minutes. And yeah. at some point that's going to fall off. And is everybody going to be able to respond to that? Um, I'm not 100% certain that they are. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Well, I mean, Clay is, he said that he's a few weeks removed. My guess is I think that he'll be back on Christmas After Day. Christmas. I think Christmas yeah, Day he's yeah. back. You think Christmas? I, I mean, I get, I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I would want him to come. If I wanted to play him on Christmas, I would want him to be out there before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, That's that's just me. I wouldn't want his first game back to be Christmas, but I get the TV and all that. It would be great for TV if his first game was back. 
I would want him back after Christmas. I'd just be like, all right, let's just start 2022 with Clay, and yeah. you know, yeah, that's what it is. Well, guess who they're playing on Christmas Day? Um, dang, don't tell me. I remember. Um, the Lakers. Phoenix. No. Phoenix. Yes, it is Phoenix. Yeah, Brooklyn, L.A., uh, Golden State, Phoenix, Atlanta, New York, Boston, Milwaukee, Dallas, Brooklyn, Utah. LA. But yeah. Um, quiz time, Terrell. Who has the longest winning streak in the NBA right now? The Rockets. Ooh, say that louder for the people. <laughs> yeah, it's the Rockets. <laughs> I, 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 I was just sitting there looking, looking at it earlier, and it was like the Rockets were on a six-game win streak, and I'm like, is that the is is that now the league lead? I didn't look it up, but I just thought in my head, I was like, oh, is that now the leading <laughs> win streak in the league with all these <laughs> win streaks ending recently? So, yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> well, well, yeah, this was their time to win games if they were going to because, I mean, yeah, we talked about Chicago and we talked about Charlotte, but they had two games against the Thunder, the Magic, Pelicans, you know, not so great team. But now now is, I think, where this winning streak and that rough patch is going to hit for the Rockets. They have games against Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Memphis, Atlanta, Cleveland, New York coming up. So we're all expecting that to be losses for the Rockets. But, yeah, Rockets right now with the longest winning streak in the NBA. Um, I was just a couple weeks early. I was just a couple. Weeks yeah, you're early. a couple weeks early. Yeah. Now, 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 my now starting Wednesday might be the time to start fading them. I think once uh, they start playing some of the better competition in the NBA. Last bit of news, uh, Terrell. Before we get into the games, I uh, just want to highlight. I know we'll talk about when we get to the game, but uh, Charlotte Hornets dealing with a lot of COVID, um, a COVID mm-hmm. outbreak in their camp or in their locker room, including guys like. Terry Rozier, LaMelo Ball, uh, Miles Plumlee, who were all out last night against the Atlanta Hawks. But the Hornets found a way to win that game last night behind Miles Bridges, who scored 32. Kelly Oubre was absolutely fantastic for them as well. They won that game 130 to uh, 27. So definitely keep that in mind in when you're, you know, maybe betting some player props here for uh, the Charlotte Hornets and betting their games that uh, those four uh, guys are in health and safety protocols right now for Terry Rozier better be careful. Terry Rozier better be careful. He is about to be up out of there. Like they're about to be like, Oh, we really don't need this cat. Like we really, really don't need him. He, he, he better, he better be careful. That's if, if they when after this season over and you know, they start trying to get better, start trying to make moves. I'd not be surprised if Terry Rozier is out of there. Yeah. I wouldn't be either. I mean, I think that, Eventually, Lamelo Ball is going to get the absolute keys to the to the team there, as if he doesn't already have it. But um, you still have like Gary, oh, sorry Gary, uh, Gordon Hayward there. You still have Miles Bridges, who I think that if they're going to have to pay Miles Bridges, that you're right, that Terry Rozier might not be there. That might have to find a trade partner. You still have PJ Washington, and you still have your draft pick from this past draft, and James Booknow, that's eventually going to develop and is going to need playing time also if he's going to crack that rotation. Not this year for sure, but probably next year. So that's a great point that you brought up, Terrell. Um, Terrell, let's take one break here. We'll come back, and we'll dive into the Monday night schedule uh, for the NBA. College football championship weekend is behind us, but bowl season is almost upon us. And there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet for tickets to see your favorite team play in their bowl game this winter. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all tickets for NCAA football, NFL, concerts, NBA, and more. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge. 
which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their college football tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. Visit TickPick today at tickpk.com slash SGP. That's tickpick.com slash SGP. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it up to 200%. If you bet $100, you'll get a $200 free bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is an easy way to play daily fantasy. It's daily fantasy simplified. You pick two to five players and an over and under on their projections and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Use promo code SGP and receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. It's just you versus the projected numbers. PrizePix has a ton of stats to choose from including yards, receptions, touchdowns, fantasy points, and more. PrizePix allows mixed entries, so you can take the over on LeBron's points, combine it with the under on Patrick Mahomes, yardage, and the same entry. PrizePix offers every sport you can think of like NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. PrizePix has an award-winning, easy-to-use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play Store. PrizePix is 4.8 star rated in the App Store with rave reviews. PrizePix can be made in entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy, guys. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. PrizePix.com promo code SGP. Check it out for yourself, guys. It's really fun to use. I use it on the daily for NBA and NFL. PrizePix.com promo code SGP for that 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. You can find the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale and thousands of buyers use PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. The average prop swapper makes $500 a month just buying and selling sports bets on PropSwap. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. 
All right, coming off of the break, we have a 10-game schedule here in the NBA. A couple of snoozers, but a couple of great games uh, on the slate tonight. Let's kick it off with the first game here, Terrell. We have the Washington Wizards going to Indiana to take on the Pacers, where the Pacers are a a five-and-a-half-point home favorite, currently seeing a total of 211-and-a-half. Looking at this injury report for both of these teams, uh, the usual suspects are out for the Indiana Pacers with Justin Holiday, TJ McConnell, and TJ Warren. I believe the Wizards played yesterday and did not, don't have to submit an injury report just yet, but um, they played last night against the Toronto Raptors where they lost that game 102 to 90. Um, thoughts on this game, Terrell? Um,. I got distracted. <laughs> I got distracted. I'm sitting here looking at freaking Monday Night Football. Uh, what what game are we talking about? We're talking about the Wizards visiting the Indiana Pacers at home. The Pacers oh. are a five and a half point home favorite. I will say this: why the Pacers. Is this, why is this five and a half? Yeah, why the Pacers have now lost five of the last six games and they've only covered two games in that span. Why is this five and a half? Possibly because Washington's probably on a back to back situation here, but. I think the Wizards are the better team. I mean, we. I mean, I know the Wizards struggles on the road. Like we we pointed this out. We know the Wizards struggle on the road, but this. And I don't. I I feel like this number was. I feel like this number was shorter when I was looking at it earlier. I feel like this number was. I can't remember. I remember a lot of numbers. I don't remember this one, but I mean, the Wizards are coming off of back to back losses as well. You know, the Pacers are going through their own little. Uh, losing streak and five and a half at home, five and a half. That just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to piece it together. Uh, I don't see anything significant on the injury report. If you do, but I don't see it for the wizards right now, just cause they played last night, but check those three guys yeah. that I mentioned for, um, for the Indiana Pacers, uh, Justin holiday, TJ Mc- McConnell and TJ Warren continues to be out. But other than that, everybody should be playing. Well, I mean, we haven't seen TJ Warren in a year. Like, yeah, you know, he's been out for, a but, so I'm year. just, so, but I'm just sitting here thinking like, okay, the wizards have the better defense, uh, by far the better defense. Uh, I would give the rebounding edge to the Pacers. I would. Okay. However, I expect I expect the Wizards to still I don't expect them to get killed rebounding basketball. Like Kyle Kuzma's still really, really good mm-hmm. um at doing that. You know, Montrez Harrell is very good at doing that. And so I kinda look and looking at last night, you know, a few they played a few, but they really got like just waxed by the Raptors. Waxed by the Raptors. And so I'm confused on this five and a half like that just seems like a lot for the wizards to be going through a slump like that's ultimately what this is they're going through a slump and pacers are as well i mean they've lost five out of the last six games straight up and they've only covered two of those games so but it's like is that is the pacers even going through a slump like this is who we know the pacers to be they're going to lose games like they're just not that good yeah, they're just not that good. They're gonna lose games. Whereas we seen, we're seeing over the course of this season, this Wizards team be really, really good. This defense be one of the top defenses in the league. I don't know what their defensive uh, efficiency is for the past five games, but see. I expect even though while they've been losing games, that it's still been pretty decent. So, um, I feel like wrong team favored. I just feel like the wrong team is favored overall 
And so I'm going to roll with the Wizards here. I think that this could this is the opportunity for Bradley Beal and Spencer Dinwiddie to put up a really good game. Um, they haven't been efficient as of late. Uh, expect them to score some points. Expect everybody, uh, Kyle Kuzma to be on the boards, Harold to be on the boards. And then three-point-wise, like Bertans, Bertans can come off the bench and hit a lot of key threes. Uh, KCP went eight for nine last night. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, he has – well, he went um, four for four from three, eight from nine from the field. Kyle Kuzma was one for five last night. I expect him to jack up and him to hit a couple more. Uh, even expect Spencer Dinwiddie to, to show out from the three-point line um, in this game. So, I'm just I'm, – I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm not getting it. I think there's too much boring opportunities for the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that if that defense ho- just plays up to par – yeah. Then they can hold the Pacers to, you know, a limited amount of points and the Wizards be able to come out on top. So I'm I'm rolling with the Wizards here. I think this is Ron's team favorite. Yeah, Washington is number three in the league uh, in points inside the paint, and the Indiana Pacers ranked 21st in points allowed in the paint. And we just look at the three-point shooting. Uh Indiana shoots it at sorry, Washington shoots at 32% at 27th, but the Indiana Pacers are allowing opposing teams to shoot 35% from three-point line, which is ranked 21st uh, in the league. And these two teams are, I believe, uh, I know the pace is uh, at mid-tier, but I agree. I think Washington just last night, they just lost that game in the first quarter, in the first half. It was just too much for them to overcome in that second half. They were down 63-42 to 42 in that first half. So a 21-point deficit is really hard to overcome, uh, especially in the second half. But they won both third and fourth quarter, so maybe some build some momentum going into tonight. Kind of just looking at some back-to-back uh, uh, road uh, – sorry, back-to-back game stats here for the Washington Wizards. Two and one against the spread. I know a very small sample, but they're perfect three and zero oh, uh, to the over in back-to-back situations. I agree with you. This is too many points. I still see this number climbing. It went from five to five and a half. I'm starting uh, to see some sixes pop up, um, but definitely wait for the best number here. If it gets to six, six and a half, I'm going to get down on the Washington Wizards uh, here. They got to know something we don't know. It's got to be something we don't know because yeah. I, just, I don't know. I'm not seeing why this line. This, this is ugly. This is ugly to me. I, I'm not seeing why this line is climbing. Yeah, I don't get it either, especially I think, man, especially I don't know. I don't get it. Pacers are not playing well as of recent. Like you said, we're not used to them winning games or not supposed to be winning games, but five out of the last six games they've lost. And that's for them to be a five and a half point favorite. I just don't get it here, but I'm going to side with the Wizards here. Uh, thoughts on this total here, Terrell, at uh, two ten and a half. Um. I will say this prior to last night, Wizards five out of the last six games went over the total. And Indiana, same thing, five out of the last six games went over the total. And I'm feeling the over. I am. I don't think, I think while I'm still on Washington's defense, I think that's more of a situational. Towards the end of the fourth quarter, they're going to make some really big stops and, you know, propel Washington to, you know, win slash cover. So, uh, I would go over because I still think it would be scoring for a majority of this game. I just think that Washington's defense is going to come come up big for them late. Yeah, I think so, too. This number is a little conservative to me. Um, I should have pulled up the first half stats also, but um, I, I don't think these are one of any teams that do well in the first half or the first quarter. Let me just double-check here. Uh, Pacers 8-2 and two against this number at home this season in the first quarter. 
Uh, Wizards are six, five and one on the road. And then for the first half, Pacers seven, two and one in the first half. Uh, Wizards on the road this season, five, six and one against the spread in the first half. So maybe possibly a play in the second half for the Wizards or maybe wait for a better number on live for the Wizards. But I do think Wizards eventually do cover this game. Let's move over to the next game, Terrell. We have the uh, OKC Thunder headed to Detroit to take on the Pistons, where the Pistons are a five-point home favorite. Total of skyrocket. Yeah, total of 5.03. Sorry, 5.03. Total of 2.03. Looking at the injury report, um, and I think that's what the telling side is, uh, SGA is going to be out for this game. He's battling, He's in the concussion protocol. Um, other than that, for the Detroit Pistons, Corey Joseph is doubtful. Hamadou Diallo is out. And then Kelly Olenek continues to be out for the Detroit Pistons. But five-point favorite here for the uh, Detroit Pistons at home, Terrell. Uh, what's Josh Giddy? We didn't you didn't say anything about Josh Giddy, but is he like in in? Yeah, he's in. I don't see him on the injury report because when I saw this number earlier at two and a half, I was like, all right, like I can get behind Detroit at two and a half, but I don't know. Five is a lot. Five, especially with the Pistons team, right? And that's what I'm saying. I'm laying five points with the Pistons. Like that's. A, and I understand that, SGA. Is that everybody is that everybody overcompensating for them losing by seventy something points, like by seventy three points. Is that everybody overcompensating? Like if they're, it, I think there's a spot where okay, OKC came off of that historic NBA loss by seventy three, seventy four points, whatever it was. You would expect them to get up for this game going up against one of the worst teams in the in the league. Like, there's no other way for you to – you can't get any worse than you did against the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Like, you have to play better than you did uh, against the Memphis Grizzlies. Like, it, it doesn't make sense to me that then to be – yeah, I understand SGA is out your best player, but everybody else is playing. They are 6-5 and five against the spread uh, on the road and 6-5 and five against uh, the number as a road underdog. So, I'm – I don't know. I'm going with the with the OKC here, man. I'm in, I'm expecting them to bounce back in a big way after that historic loss against Memphis. Uh, it's I don't know, man. So both of these teams are on some pretty significant losing streaks. Um, but I just between Grant and Cunningham, like they're going to be the two best players on the court. In yeah, game, more than likely, more than likely, they're going to be like they are. They, as I'm looking, and I'm the Lou Dort fan, they're like looking like Detroit has the two best players on the court as of right now. Um, and then they're coming off, you know, they're they're already on this losing streak, and now they're coming off of a five game road trip coming back home. We like that spot, mm-hmm. you know, uh, teams coming back home after a losing streak. Uh. Yeah, both these teams also throw this throw. They have both equally amount of rest. Uh, they both last played on December 2nd, uh, which was, I believe, Thursday. Um, so I think three to four days, three days off for sure, three full days off for sure for both of these teams. Why is this line five? I am. Uh, I'm going to go Pistons. I'm going to go Pistons. I don't like it. I'm just going to. Plug my nose and go Pistons. Uh, 
Josh Giddy really does. I got. I have to know for a fact, even though it looks like he might. I have to know for a fact Josh Giddy is playing for me. Josh Giddy, okay, he's so. he is playing. I don't see him on the injury report. And I do see player props for him listed. So I'm. You do. Yeah, he should be playing on DraftKings. Okay. I see uh, uh, player props for him. All right, maybe I'm leaning back towards OKC then. Uh, <laughs> this is no, this is really disgusting. I, it really is. No, all right, I'm gonna take the two best players. I'm gonna take two spending. best players. Two best players. Two best players on Detroit. All right, I'm just gonna take two best players and leave it at that. All right, fine. Detroit minus five. Ill. <laughs> Let's move on. Probably the, the, yeah, the, the worst game yeah, of the night for sure. Let's move on to the next game here, Terrell. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers headed to Charlotte to take on the Hornets, where the Philadelphia 76ers are a seven-point home favorite against the Hornets, currently seeing a total of 217.5. Like we mentioned um, earlier in the show, the COVID outbreak in the Charlotte Hornets locker room with LaMelo Ball being out, Terry Rozier being out, Mason Plumlee, and Jalen McDaniels also, all four of those guys affected by COVID and will not be playing. For the Philadelphia 76ers on the injury report, um, the usual guys, the only questionable uh, mark right now is Tobias Harris with a non-COVID-related illness. So keep an eye out for Tobias Harris, whether he plays or not. But everybody else is a go for the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. Um. I mean, we thought that the Hawks was going to be the letdown for uh, the Hornets because of, you know, them missing a good amount of starters. Three. Yeah. Uh, do we not just do it again with the 76ers? Like, do we just not fade the Hornets? <laughs> seven seems like uh, seven seems like a lot, doesn't it? It. I mean... But if you it, take a look, it does feel it does feel like a lot. But if I sit here and I'm just thinking, I'm like, okay, so who's stopping Joel and B inside? That's what I was and gonna say because last and night, when Joel and B, yeah, yeah, when Joel and B gets going inside, he can get everybody else going on the court because now team because now you you're sitting there, you're like, all right, we got to double this guy to get him to stop, and you're like, all right, let's let somebody else beat us. And then somebody else beats you, like yeah. <laughs> and then somebody else beats you, and you got you. That's when Tyree Tyrese Maxey comes in, cutting and uh, driving to the basket, and that's when they get uh, Seth Curry out for three. They get you know yeah. your Danny Greens and out for three, like your three point shooters. Uh, Frank, you know you got people out there that get going, and it all starts and ends with Joel and Embiid and his production. So I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not doubting it like i think that they can cover the number yeah i, I like this last night both jo- john collins and uh clint capella grabbed 12 or more rebounds um and then their starters last night for the charlotte hornets uh miles bridges played 40 minutes kelly Oubre played 39 minutes and pj washington played 38 and cody martin 32 minutes so mm-hmm. Heavy, heavy minutes played last night in that effort in Atlanta. Now you're traveling back home to Charlotte uh, with Philly coming in with, I'd probably say, yeah, the rest advantage for sure because they didn't play the last time the Philadelphia 76ers played 
was on uh, Friday against Atlanta where they won that game. So two days, two full days off for the Philadelphia. 76ers. I like Andre Drummond. I like Andre Drummond to get a lot of boards in short minutes. Um, if you could find Andre Drummond props. I see Joel Embiid listed. I already locked up Embiid uh, rebounding props tonight, but I don't see one for Andre Drummond. But if your book offers and that. It, and, and, you, and you'll have to, like, look around. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. sure you'll have to look around for because Andre Drummond doesn't play that many minutes. And, you know, they don't typically show a lot of other bench guys. Yeah. But if if Andre Drummond props pop up anywhere, I, I like him to get double-digit rebounds in, short, in a short time frame of playing. So uh, if you see Andre Drummond uh, rebounds, rebounds pop up over the course of the day it kind of takes a, li- a longer amount of time for a lot of those bench guys props to pop up so yeah. uh, i would definitely get on that that feels like a really i would have liked tobias harris uh if he was playing i would have loved hit him to get a double double today because it just feels like a double double game for him mm. but um i like andre jumping to get a lot of rebounds today and probably what 15 17 minutes of work yeah, I will also highlight this, Terrell. Uh, the Philadelphia 76 are 12 and 11 overall against the spread, but they are 9 and 4 on the road this season against the spread and 6 and 4 um, as a, I'm sorry, 3 and 0, uh, perfect, perfect 3 and 0 as a road favorite so far this season uh, are the Philadelphia 76ers. So last season, you know, we talked about uh, that Philly wasn't a great road team, but this this season they seem to turn it around at on the road this season. Um, I think it's the I think it's the Doc effect. Like I think it's yeah, the Doc I think so taking too. over, yeah. taking over. Like you know, they weren't a great road team, but they were still pretty decent last year. It was that year before that there was just complete shit, and like you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. But, um, yeah, they're 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 stalling getting better and better, and I think that's the you know Papa Doc. Papa Doc uh, <laughs> gets the best out of his players, and nobody wants to let Dad down. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm on the 76ers tonight. I think that uh, I think they can make this uh, extend this and kind of make this into a double digit game. Uh, thoughts on this total here, Terrell? Uh, we'll look at this. That Charlotte Hornets are number one in pace over the last five games, and the Philadelphia 76ers are all the way down to number 23 in pace. But uh, thoughts on this total at two seventeen and a half. Mm. I'm leaning towards the Phillies uh, team total here. Sorry to interrupt you, but 112 seems seems a little conservative. No, I I definitely feel a play on Phillies um, team total. Uh, My concern is if Philly gets out to a lead, they kind of let the foot off the gas a little bit. Um, That's true, too. But uh, Charlotte, I mean, even though – Charlotte can make this a game for majority, you know, for majority of it. They probably can make this a game up until the fourth quarter, to be honest. So uh, this this is another one where it could be a lot of scoring early. Like, it could be a lot of scoring early. I don't expect Charlotte to go lying down at all. Like, you still got some really, really good players there. Uh, and Philly's pace has been up. Like, they were last place in pace, and now they're, you know, 23. Like, they, yeah. they're slowly – uh, finding themselves and, you know, starting to move the ball around more. So I'll go ahead and I'll back the over here. I don't like it. And, you know, it's, it's an under season, but I'll, um, if I had to, I'd back the over. Let's get over to the next game. We have the Memphis Grizzlies headed down to South Beach to take on the Miami Heat. Uh, a lot of injury uh, news that we should get to in this game. Obviously, John Moran is out for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, for the Miami Heat here. 
Bam Adebayo, we know he's going to be out for, I think, another two to three weeks. Jimmy Butler is a questionable tag with a tailbone contusion, so keep an eye out for that. But currently seeing a line of minus four and a half for Miami, total of 214 here. Uh, Terrell, where are we going with this game, man? Um, The Heat back home, finally. The Heat back home. Yeah. I, I Memphis is still questionable on the road. I truly believe that if Luca played in that Dallas game, that that game was com- completely different. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I had I was on Dallas beforehand, and I didn't get a chance to change my pick after the Luca news coming in. Uh, but I'm a hundred percent believe that you know that was the letdown spot for the Grizzlies after winning that crazy game, and Luca being out changed everything. And then you know, like people, Desmond Bain had a really really good game, and you know, so. Uh, I don't like them, you know, coming here again on a road spot, going to Miami, who's licking their chops, feel like they could win a lot more of these games if they had all their guys back. And they're still really, really good defensively. Miami is still really, really good defensively. And they still have scoring. Like, they have people that can still score the basketball. And when you think about Memphis and their inability to guard the three-point line, how does that fare against the Kyle Lowry the Tyler Hero, the Duncan Robinson, like, you know, uh, uh, my boy Vincent, like, that that doesn't fare well against guys like that. And yeah. so uh, if you add the barrage of scoring that I think Miami can do, even with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo out, mm-hmm. uh, I think that attacking on the inside is probably going to be the best thing for Memphis here. Yeah. Um, if they try to, you know, try to shoot, shoot um shoot for shot for shot with Miami they're going to lose but they attack the inside and attack the paint while Bad Montebayo is out and you know you're relying on Deadman and a couple other guys to to guard that paint then you'll have some success but ultimately I think Miami is just well coached I think they have a really good defense I think that they're going to get over losing two of their top two best players and you know, ultimately continue to find ways to put wins on the board. They went on the road and got a really, really good win against the Pacers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they got completely embarrassed in that uh, Milwaukee game. I think that that's sitting on them. And they they hate Milwaukee. I think that's sitting on them. And they're like, all right, we're going to come back home. We're going to get right. And we're going to, you know, start putting some wins together until our guys get back. Yeah, Miami is in a sandwich spot here. They play Memphis tonight. They have their next game is against Milwaukee. So, um, I mean, they do have days off between it. So, I think they should their their concentration should be on this game to get a, a victory here. Um, but I think yeah, this Memphis team is like you said that they're a different team on the road versus being at home. And I think this almost seems like a little brother big brother situation where Miami being at home, I think they have the players that can you know really outshoot. Um, the Memphis Grizzlies as well as they've been doing without John Morant. But I think the one key thing that you said that I was also going to highlight is Memphis is number one in points inside the paint, but Miami is a number two defense defending the paint. But, you know, not having Bam out of bio, I think that might be the reason for that. He's absolutely the reason for that. Yeah. And I think that that might catch up to them here in this game, but I don't think Dwayne Dedman is that guy that's going to defend the paint Uh, as well. I think I should say that, that Bam out of bio does. So um, which way were you leaning on this game? You said Memphis or Miami? Yeah, I'm leaning. Um, I'm leaning towards uh, Miami. I'm, I'm, I think I'm on Miami in this one. I, 
I do think that, you know, Memphis has the opportunity to make it a game just because I do think that they'll be able to score on score in the paint. Mm-hmm. However, um, Memphis is still five and five straight up on the road. You know, they're doing better ATS. They're actually six and four ATS. That's really not bad yeah. um, on, on the road, but they're five and five straight up. And I do think the Heat win this game. And so now do I get – do the Heat put on some scoring for me? Do I get some fouls late uh, that stretch this lead and get me over four and a half? I think so. I think so. So, yeah, I'm on the Heat here. Yeah, I think that Miami should be ready to play for this game or play in this game tonight. Then another thing that you did highlight, Terrell, the three-point uh, defense for Miami, uh, sorry, Memphis, they allowed 38% uh, three-point shooting to opponents, which ranks number 30 in the league. They allowed close to 14 makes per game, and now you're going up against a team in Miami that has a three-point shooting, right? Guys like Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Kyle Lowry can lock down a few also. And then you have guys coming off the bench that you highlighted also. So, I mean, PJ Tucker, like it's a lot of guys. Corner threes, yeah. Like I I expect them to rotate the ball around and just find an open shooter. And you leave the Miami Heat open so many times, they're really going to make you pay for it. Yeah. And I think if your book offers, you know, uh, threes made by a certain team, I think that might be something that you also want to look at in this game for the Miami Heat because I think they should have a great shooting night. Or player props for Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero are knocked down threes uh, in this game. But, yeah, I'm leaning towards the Heat. Also, they're trending towards moving to five here. Uh, total at 213 and a half, Terrell? Um, under. Okay. Under. I, I, I think that uh, – it, 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 yeah, I, I picked too many overs already. I'm going under. I think the Heat locked down. I, I, I think this is the real uh, letdown spot for the Grizzlies, and they just kind of not in this game at all. Yeah, I think that, again, just like the Sixers, that you might want to take a look at Miami Heat team total over 108 and a half here. I kind of do like that um, if they're going to knock down three-point shots, which we both expect that they will. So if you're going to play an over, maybe start looking at some of these team totals. If you think a team that's not going to be uh, playing as well as they do at home than they do on the road. Uh, let's move over to the next game, Terrell. Maybe the game of the night here or maybe a matchup that I'm looking forward to here is the Denver Nuggets heading to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bulls. Well, the Bulls are a three-and-a-half-point home favorite, currently seeing a total of 217. I believe these two teams did match up earlier this year. I think Denver blew them out of the waters. Um, Let me see if I can find that here. Um, Denver and – no, I'm sorry. That was another game. Then I think this is our first matchup this season. But – Three and a half point uh, home favorite here, Chicago Bulls. Uh, thoughts on this game, Terrell? I'm sorry, they did play on November 19th, where the Bulls won that game 114 108. Um, yeah, I'm on. I'm 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 on the Bulls. I can't not be on the Bulls. The Bulls are, you know, on For a real? tear at home. Yeah, yeah, they're on a tear at home. Uh, what's this? Seven and four. Seven, seven and four, four at home. Two and one as a sorry. Five and three as a home favorite. Yeah. So and that's ATS. Yeah. Uh, so you got you know the um, who are they? The Denver Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, the Denver Nuggets who are relatively struggling on the road. They're actually uh, wait, that's an away favorite. That's not what I wanted to see. 
Uh, even even though that's interesting, Nuggets are 0-2 as an away favorite. Something to remember for the future. Uh, but they are 4-5. and five Yeah. As road road dogs. Yep. And so that's I mean that's that's not good. That's not good. Especially uh, we sit here and we talk about where is this team getting their scoring from? Uh, it's the Joker. Outside of out of yeah, it's really just Jokic. Yeah. And you know with so many of their scoring options, or you know they're not having mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr. for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Jamal Murray's not back yet. Austin Rivers is out. Yep. Uh, you know Aaron Gordon has to step up. Aaron Gordon does have to step up into um and he's and if you watch his play and I actually you know back the Nuggets here if you watch his play Aaron Gordon's playing really really well he's creating his own shots now so he's not yeah. just going out there and you know taking what's given to him or getting set up by you know somebody else or anything like Jokic or anybody like that like he's going out there creating his own shots and knocking them down so uh very big ups to Aaron Gordon and the progress he made in this offseason and how that looks this season but I'm still backing the Bulls here the Bulls team this Bulls team is too good they just find ways to win games win games and win games effectively uh you know that I'm um, that fourth quarter when they're at home. It just feels like no matter how many how many points they're down, if they're even down at that point, they're going to come back and win that game at home. So I'm um, I'm going to back the Bulls here. I think fairly confidently. Like this is just the spot where the Bulls are just better. Yeah, I will say this: the, that last matchup that I said between these two, these two teams and Denver, Jokic did not play in that game. Uh, Aaron Gordon had 28 points in that game. Will Barton had 23 in that game. Um, but I just think that, yeah, you're right. The Chicago Bulls are in a, in a good groove here. Um, they look like one of the best teams in the East so far this season, right there with Brooklyn, I think. And, you know, the numbers aren't lying out how well this team does at home. Uh, but even against the spread overall, 16-8 and eight overall for the Chicago Bulls against the number 7-4 at home, 5-3 and three as a home favorite. So it's, it's a short number, 3.5. Um, for the Bulls here, it's trending towards four, but um, yeah, I, it I was just, at four earlier. Oh, it I've came down. It yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it at four earlier. Okay, um, but still, yeah, the Chicago Bulls is the teams is is playing really well right now. I I do think Joker may have a big game here uh, against the Chicago Bulls uh, front court or lack thereof. Uh, so if you can find a triple double prop on uh, Joker, obviously it's not going to be anywhere for at ten to one. It's probably going to be around that four to one. Three to three plus three fifty four to one range for Jokic, but I kind of do like expect him to have a big game here. Thoughts on the total trail two seventeen? Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's the under. I think it's the under. Okay. Nuggets are typically you know more of an under team this season. That's what uh, they've been for majority of this season. The Bulls have a really really good defense. I, I expect both defenses to be locked in. Uh, the Nuggets do not make it easy for you. They don't. Mm. Like their their defense has been better this season, and they are making it hard for opposing teams, especially to shoot on the outside. And that's something that um the Bulls like to do. So yeah, no, I'm I'm going to take the under. I do think that it'll be more of a chippy little game, mm-hmm. and I'm just expecting the Bulls to come away late. So I don't think there's too many points scored here. Probably uh around 90s to low hundreds for these teams. I should have said that uh, Denver. <laughs> Denver's last seven games have gone uh, over the total in seven straight games here. Um, oh, really? Yeah, oh. and then uh, nine out of the last ten have gone over the total. But if you look at some of these totals, Terrell, that they've gone over, it's 208, 209, 205 and a half, 208 and a half, yeah. 205 and a half, 208, and, and that's, 209. And that's, the books, and that's the books adjusting for not only, you know, the unders hitting this season, but the fact that they started the season like with seven straight unders. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like they started the season with seven straight unders yeah. and now they're starting to move, push that total back up. And, you know, this might be a time to catch the boat slipping and hit them back for an under. Yeah, their first their first 10 games, nine of the first 10 games for the Denver Nuggets went under the total and nine out of the last 10 games here have gone uh, over the total. But you're you hit the nail on the head there. If you look at some of the totals, uh, what was posted for those Denver Nuggets games there, all of them were at 215 and a half or more. And 220, a couple of 220, 220 plus, but then like those numbers that just rattled off around 208, 209, uh, 212, that's where you're seeing the books adjust on where the, these uh, numbers are coming back towards the over here, especially for a team like uh, the Denver Nuggets. Uh, I'll agree with you also. I like the under here also. Um, not a fan of taking unders in the NBA because it's the NBA, but again, we, we can't ignore the facts that a lot of these games early on in the season here have been going under the total um so far this season uh let's get to the next game here terrell it's gonna be uh one of the more fascinating matchups the cleveland cavaliers headed to milwaukee to take on the bucks where the bucks are a six and a half point home favorite currently seeing a total of 214 quickly looking at the injury report here uh the biggest question is obviously going to be Giannis Antetokounmpo who is out or not out sorry questionable with a right Cap soreness. He did not play, I believe, in the last two games. Grayson Allen is also questionable with an illness, and George Hill is also questionable with a hyperextended right knee. And then the usual guys, Brooke Lopez and Dr. DiVincenzo, continue to be out for the Milwaukee Bucks. The Cleveland Cavaliers did play yesterday at home against the Utah Jazz, but that was early in the day. Don't see an injury report for, for them submitted just yet. Terrell. I think, and I'll kick it off by saying this, obviously, that if Giannis is not able to go tonight, I think, regardless, I still like Cleveland here because I feel like Cleveland has the bodies or the guys that can get in front of Giannis to protect that rim and what Giannis likes to do. So I am leaning towards our Cavs here. Giannis playing really makes it for me. Um, yeah. I lean Cavs now, thinking Giannis is out. Seven straight uh, covers for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yep, I lean I lean Giannis now. Uh, I mean, I lean Cavs now with Giannis out. I will be on the Bucks if Giannis plays. Okay. Um, it's also Giannis' birthday. Just throwing that out there. Okay. Um, well, that changes everything then. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's it's his birthday, so uh, that's also a part of the handicap. Very small, but it's a it is a part. It gets <laughs> consideration. But no, I. Do not. So that this can go two ways if Giannis plays. They can either do really good and stuff him at the rim and make it a closer every game, or it can go how I anticipate and Giannis forces a couple of guys into foul trouble. Uh, yeah, that's spot on. That's 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 how I think that it goes um, at home. And with Giannis and how this Bucks team is playing right now, I expect them to get a couple people in foul trouble and to make it a tad more difficult for the Cleveland Cavaliers in this spot. I kind of – the eight, it seems like a lot, and it feels like you just – at this point, you go auto-bet Cavs. And for the most part, especially if Giannis is not playing, it is definitely auto-bet Cavs right now. But I think Giannis affects the game so much and how better that team is full strength with – with Giannis in the lineup, I yeah. think that I think they can give the Cavs a run for their money. So, um, pending, I guess. Yeah, I think. But yeah, if I had, 
if I had to say something right now, I'd just go ahead and auto bet Cavs. But um, just know if Giannis is playing, I will probably be changing my pick. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I mean, that's obviously the best player that's going to be on the floor or not be on the floor. So definitely wait for that Giannis news as we kind of progress through the day here. I pulled up the latest injury report. And I still see a, a questionable tag for Giannis uh, tonight. So happy birthday to Giannis, whether he plays tonight or not. But if he does play, Terrell, I'm sure we'll be looking at his player props tonight, correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. I'll have If he plays, I'll have a play on his triple-double. I'll have a play on... 35 plus points um yeah absolutely there there's no way Giannis seems like the the prototypical i'm gonna get off of my birthday guy especially <laughs> and i had a questionable tag you know people with questionable tags always go off when yep. you when there's a doubt that they're gonna play in the game think of what Jalen brown did earlier this season where we had doubt Jalen brown was even a prey and he came and dropped 40 like yep. when there's doubt that they're gonna play in the game and then they come they always go off so yeah i'm 100 percent on Giannis props if mm-hmm. this uh if he plays maybe he was you know saving his uh le- legs or his calf for to kind of show out on his birthday, maybe drop a 50 piece. Who knows? Uh, definitely capable of doing that is Giannis. So again, guys, make sure to check that injury report to see if Giannis is going to play or not tonight. Uh, Terrell, let's take uh, one more break here. We'll come back and we'll get to the final four games of the NBA schedule tonight. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bet hits and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow the early adopter community. It's a slick app and it's really fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is that they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. Plus they have some added a really, really cool bonus guys. If you can get your entire league to join Better Fantasy, they'll give the league a $150 gift card to get a sick ass trophy from trophysmack.com. The app is totally free to play. Download the app today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app. It is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And guys, make sure to check out PricePicks.com. It is really, really fun website and it's really great for betting on your favorite uh, players, their stat projections to go over or under. 
make sure to go to pricepicks.com, get signed up today, and make sure to get that 100% deposit bonus by only using the promo code SGP. You're not going to get that 100% deposit bonus without using that promo code SGP. I highly recommend it to all my friends and listeners who have contacted me about this. Go to prizepicks.com and use that promo code SGP. And finally, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, let's get to the next game here. Terrell, we have the Atlanta Hawks headed to Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves, where the Timberwolves are a two and a half point home favorite here, currently seeing a total of 222. Looking at the injury report for these games, again, Atlanta played, uh, I believe they played yesterday. Um, let me double check that because I do not see an injury report submitted for them. Atlanta, yeah, they played Charlotte yesterday, 130-27, 130-127 loss for the uh, Hawks there. And then for the, uh, no, sorry, Minnesota Timberwolves, the Timberwolves injury report, uh, a lot of questionable tags for a lot of their main guys. Um, Patrick Gravely questionable. Uh, Jaden McDaniels is probable. D'Angelo Russell questionable and Carl Anthony Towns are questionable. So I think they should be going tonight, but um, definitely check the injury report. But assuming those guys are playing Terrell, where are you at with this game? Two and a half point favorite here for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Timberwolves? I mean, this is a team that we've been fading on the road, the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, but. Um, I gotta go. I, I, those players do make make a difference on who oh, yeah. is playing in this game, and it and it wouldn't actually surprise me that you know after losing that game against the uh, against the um, Hornets, that the Hawks just like kind of you know Nate McMillan kind of rallies that team together. Like, all right, guys, come on, we really should have won that one. Like, we you know, yeah. and they come out with a really good showing the next night. I wouldn't be surprised at that at all, but. Um, I think the I think the the Timberwolves are I just think that they're they're three they're three players when they're playing. Like, you know, that Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell and and Anthony Edwards. I think those three when they're playing, they can take that team really, really far. Like I don't think there's any other we talk about big threes and I went I know we wouldn't classify the Timberwolves as having a big three, but when we talk about three players that really carry a team, I don't think any three players carry a team any more than what Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, and Cat yeah. are doing yeah. for the for the Timberwolves. Like yeah. this team goes exactly as far as they go. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, um, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll it, mention it, this, it, Jerome. I gotta but, see. I gotta yeah. see who plays. I gotta see who plays. Uh, I'm. I would take the Hawks if those guys don't play. But if assuming that all those guys play, I'm on. I'm on the Timberwolves. Yeah, definitely. The injury report, and I just failed to mention this: is that on back-to-back situations for the Atlanta Hawks, they are one and four against the spread, uh, two and three to the under in back-to-back night. So, but yeah, I need to see more from. Uh, I'm sorry. I need to see. Yeah, like you said, the injury report for some of these guys that are questionable. I believe that they did still play in their last game. Um, did the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves uh, main guys, Carl Anthony Towns and uh, D'Lo. Let me double check that because they just played the uh, Brooklyn Nets the other night. D'Angelo Russell did play in that game. 
Carl Anthony Towns did not play in that game. So definitely keep that in mind when betting this game. Obviously, he's one of their best players. If not, he is their best player, Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, thoughts on the total, Terrell, at 222? I think it also depends who's playing. I, I who's think. Playing. I mean, it, it, if if D'Lo is out, if Cat is out, I mean, I don't know who I don't know who who else outside of Anthony Edwards is really going to help shoulder. I think they have a lot of role players that can get in double figures, but yeah, like any more than 10, 12 points, like just calling. No, nah, I don't. I don't really know. So yeah, I'm 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 on. Uh, I am on what's the name? Under. The uh the under. Yeah, I'm on the under if they're if they're not coming through. But uh I think that it, it just really it really depends on that. Like that 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 is just too much. Hearing D Lo yeah. up there is possibly not playing, hearing cat is still might be out, like that that changes that completely changes the handicap for this team. Yeah, 100%. because now 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 you all your attention is like, all right. Anybody other than Anthony Edwards beat us. Yeah. Anybody. Anybody yeah. other than Anthony Edwards beat us. And I'm more than positive if I asked five people that listen to this podcast, they wouldn't be able to tell me five other names on that uh, Timberwolves squad. You're right. Outside of those three. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think I could ask five <laughs> people and they'd be able to tell me. I mean, yeah. and, you know, it's a lot of people that watch this sport all the time probably couldn't tell you five other people on that squad. Like, you know, so – uh, those three are a, be a huge part of what the Timberwolves do night in, night out. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and it's a completely different, like they look a lot better when, you know, uh, D'Lo came back from injury. Yeah. So it, it all depends. Like this is another game and I hate that, you know, but we get this podcast out enough for people to get, you know, some content, but yeah, uh, definitely watch this one, watch this one, see where the injuries are. Yeah, for sure. I think that D'Lo should be able to go if I had to make a guess. But the big one is obviously Carl Anthony Towns because he suffered that that hard fall that he took the other night and he missed the last game against Brooklyn. So uh, definitely, again, guys, check the injury report um, throughout the day and, and you know have those alerts on if you're betting these games. Uh, let's get over to the next game, Terrell. We have the San Antonio Spurs headed to Phoenix to take on the Suns, who look to start a new winning streak. Suns are an eight-point home favorite here, total of 216.5. We'll say this, that the uh, Spurs have now won four games in a row as underdogs and have cashed some, some juicy prices there. Their last game against the, uh, the, the Warriors that they beat, plus 330 uh, on the money line there, a nine-point underdog. But currently seeing the total – sorry, the uh, spread of eight here against the Phoenix Suns. Check the injury report here. Devin Booker will be out for this game, battling that hamstring soreness that he suffered against the Golden State Warriors last Wednesday. Um, and then for the Spurs, everybody should be playing except for Devin Vassell, who is a questionable tag uh, for the Spurs. But uh, Terrell, eight-point favorites for these Suns here. Do you think they start a new winning streak tonight? Well, yeah. Yeah, I think they um... – I think they started a new winning streak. Do they cover this number? I'm not a hundred percent on. Not a hundred percent. 
I think this is, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because everybody is thinking that, all right, you know, this is the get back spot for the sun. Sun's going to come back in here and, you know, win this game and get back, start winning again. But the Spurs on a, on a roll, Spurs are on a roll right now. Yeah. Spurs, they played back on November 22nd. Um, in San Antonio, and the Phoenix Suns covered that game. Um, they won. Sorry, the Phoenix Suns won that game, one fifteen, one eleven. But the Spurs did cover that game against the spread. So uh, that's where we're kind of at with that. Five and a half. And, I mean, number. they're just they just look good on this road trip. Like they just look they they got to win against the Blazers and they got to win against the Warriors. Yeah, they just look good in this road trip. Um. Am I necessarily ready to fade that to the tune of eight points? I don't think so. Yeah. I, eight's a lot. I, I, Yeah, eight's a lot. I don't think I'm ready to fade that to the tune of eight points. I do think that the Suns get back rolling in the win column, but I'm still going to go Spurs here. Yeah, Spurs have quietly sitting at number five over their last five games in defensive efficiency. Like I said, they're four and one over the last five games, but they've won four in a row here, and they've quietly been a been a been a better defensive team than what they've been doing. And then offensively, they're all the way up to number fourteen over the last five games. They've kind of been struggling throughout the season um, so far for San Antonio Spurs. But like we said, on a winning streak here, don't think I'm going to get in front of that train either. Uh, they did a pretty good job, like I said, on November when was this? November fourteenth. Sorry, November 22nd, where they did cover the number at home. That game did go over the total of 220, but I think that we may see a lower scoring game here between these two teams. Uh, I'll take the plus eight here with the Spurs. Also, I'm also leading towards the under here. Um, I, I kind of like the Spurs team total over 104 and a half because they've been scoring points on this little winning streak that they've got going here. Um over the last three games, they've scored 116, 114, and 112. Yep. Um, so um, those are the kind of ways I'm leaning here, Terrell. No, yeah, I, I completely get it. And I'm, I'm, I understand for sure. Uh, I think I'm leaning the same side as you. Don't really have too much of an edge or a number on this total. Yeah. Uh, but I think, this, I think the Spurs keep it close. I think they keep it close. They look, they look better right now. Yeah. And – I don't think it's a hundred percent fool's gold. I still think that they're pretty boring, but I don't think it's hundred percent fool's gold at all. Yeah, I agree. Let's move over to the next game. We have the LA Clippers headed to Portland to take on the trail blazers where the, I believe where'd it go? Well, oh, here we go. Sorry. Uh, the blazers are a three point home underdog. A total of 215, Clippers three-point road favorite here. Looking at the injury report for both of these teams here. Um, for the Clippers, uh, the everybody should be a go. And uh, Portland Trailblazers, uh, Damian Lillard continues to be out with the abdomen injury. Uh, CJ McCollum is probable, so he should be able to go, and that is about it. But um, Terrell, where are you at with this game, man? Clippers as a three-point road favorite. <clears throat> I don't know how we back. I don't know how we back the, back the Trailblazers right now. Yeah, they are but, bad, bad defensively right now. Yes, terrible. Um, but it's just like it's so it's so frustrating 
the Clippers are like the Clippers are the most frustrating team for me to handicap this season. I don't think I get any more frustrated, and I might have to go to tally site and see what my record is uh, handicapping Clippers game. But I do not think I get any more frustrated with the Clippers as I do with anybody else because it's just like, what is everybody around Paul George going to do for that game? Yeah. What are they going to do? There's so many games where they just do not show up at all. They just don't even get off the bus. They don't look good. You're And you're sitting here and you're like, this was what the fuck Paul George has to deal with? Yeah. Like, it's so frustrating. So frustrating. That makes it so frustrating to handicap because there's no metric. Like, there's no metric. There's no analytics to that. Like, that, it, you can't even sit here and say pure basketball. Like, yeah. and just all pure basketball knowledge and knowing the sport and watching the sport and playing the sport. Like, it's so hard because they just don't show up. Like, they're talented. They have a lot of ballers. They have a lot of ballers. They are very, very good. The the Clippers are a 500 basketball team right now. Yeah. Exactly. 500 basketball team. Even without Kawhi Leonard, they should be better than 500. Absolutely. And so it makes it, you know, they're coming off of a sandwich spot where they lost to the Kings on the road and at home. And then in the middle, they beat the Lakers. And yeah. I mean, I know how the Lakers are playing right now. No, it's just it's we I know how the Lakers are playing right now, and we're not the Lakers don't look that good right now. All this da da, but that's still an extremely big get up spot. And so it's so hard. It's so hard to get on this team. The only the only thing that I'm just gonna end this handicap with because I'm just so pissed off with the Clippers is that these two teams do not like each other. There's some bad blood, you know, they're rivals. Yeah. There's some there's a rivalry here between these two ball clubs and maybe the fucking Clippers decide that they want to wake up and play today. So I'll ride with the Clippers on the road is it, this team is, this team is really bad defensively. Um, right now, this trailblazers team, and then the scoring is just not keeping up. Yeah, I will say this. This is the third meeting between these oh, – sorry, the fourth meeting between these two clubs already this season. And uh, the Clippers have won two out of those three games so far. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, between these two teams. The first team uh, – the first game was on uh, – let's see here. Where did it go? ahead in front of me. Uh, the Clippers – yeah, the first game was October 25th. The Clippers – Won that game 116-86, and then the Portland Trailblazers came back the next game. On the 29th of October, they won that 111-92, and then the last game they played against each other was back on November 9th, where the Clippers won that game 117-109. So 2-1 and one against the spread so far this season on the Clippers against the Portland Trailblazers, and I think 2-1 and one to the over so far this season. But Terrell, man, I've been watching this Clippers, uh, sorry, this, this, this Portland trip team without Damian Lillard. And it's not even like offensively they're bad. Defensively, they are really, really bad. Over their last five games, they're number 29th in defensive efficiency. Their net rating is a minus 16.6, which is the worst in the league. Sorry, second worst in the league over the last five games. The only team that worse is Oklahoma City Thunder, but I think that 73-point loss has a lot to do with that minus 19.9 for the Thunder. But mm-hmm. – for the Portland Trailblazers defensively, I, I, I'm just kids can't buy this team right now, man. And again, I, I keep on harping on these team totals here. A Clippers team total is the way I want to look on this game. If I'm going to play a total in this game, uh, 109 and a half, it's juiced towards the under, but I think they can get up 110 points against this team. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, <laughs> it, it it feels like it. And I mean, if this game goes any way, I think it's a shootout. Yeah. If it goes any way, I think it's a shootout. So. Yeah, 100%. Let's get to the last game, Terrell, uh, before we get into our picks. Uh, we have the Orlando Magic headed to Golden State. Take on the Warriors. Warriors are a 16. Yes, a 16-point home favorite. Currently seeing a total of 218. Obviously, the Warriors uh, probably were in a letdown spot against the Spurs after they faced the uh, Phoenix Suns and broke their winning streak. But coming off of a loss here, the Warriors 16-point home favorites. Terrell, where are you at with this game, man? Oh, let me check the injury report before we do that. Uh, for the Warriors, Andre Iguodala continues to be out with right knee soreness. And for the Orlando Magic, Jalen Suggs continues to be out. Uh, and then the usual guys that we've already mentioned in previous pods continue to be out for the Orlando Magic. But Terrell, 16-point home favorites here for the Warriors. Take care of business here against the Magic. I locked this game up at 14 and a half. I'm just letting you know. I locked this game up okay. at 14 and a half. I'm all, all right. over the magic. I'm okay. all over the magic. This is too many. This is too many points. This is way too many points. And the fact that this number is going up, I think the books are just letting the number climb. Honestly, yeah. I think they're just letting the number climb and just gonna and they're just gonna take everybody's money. Um, yeah, magic are eight they, and six. the Warriors. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, yeah. The Warriors, Warriors one and one when covering spreads over um, ten points this season. Over ten points, they're one and one ATS. Okay. The Orlando Magic covering spreads over ten points this season, five and three. Yeah, five and was... three. It might actually be five and two. I um. So it's either five or two, five and three, something like that. Um, yeah, overall, on the road, they're eight and six against the spread on the Magic. Yes, I think that. They are large with when we talk about and we talk about Cleveland as the three seven footers, but uh, Magic are damn close with uh, Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter, and then you got Franz Wagner who is six ten on the wing. Yeah, um, I think they're big. I think that is a uh, that is something that's going to handicap the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Because the Warriors just are not as large right now, they they yeah. run small ball, and ultimately the Warriors are going to have to try to run those bigs off the court. Yeah. Not one hundred percent certain if that gets done this game. Uh, I still like Cole Anthony. I think this is you know he's good. Like Cole Anthony is just really freaking good, man. Like he's just really good at basketball, and uh, I think they they did a great service by getting him. Uh, in the draft because he was definitely going to be a Nick if he had fell any further. Um, but, I mean, yes, it's the Warriors. Yes, it's the Warriors. Yes, the Warriors are good. Yes, the Warriors can put up a buku amount of points. But I will take the off chance that the Magic covers 16 points. Like, I, I, will, t- I will take that chance that the Magic covers 16 points, that they're able to snatch a few more rebounds. Like, yeah. snatch a few more rebounds – bring the pace back, uh, bring the pace closer to their pace and just be able to find ways to put the ball in the basket. It may not be pretty. You may want to close your eyes and bet this, but yeah. uh, 16 is a lot. 16 is a lot of points. I think I'm going to take the uh, magic in the first half here because 
I can't see a scenario where the Warriors just come out in that third and fourth quarter and just just blow this game open. And for this first half spread to be at nine points, that that's a lot, especially in the first half, especially with the Magic on the road this season, seven, five, and one against the spread in the first half. And the Warriors' first half, uh, sorry, at home are uh, six, five, and one, but an average cover or average margin uh, lead at the half at 5.75. So uh, I'm going to take the magic in the first half here. I think we've talked about this um, when we put our parlays together, Terrell. It's that first quarter that the Warriors, they they let teams hang around. And I think that magic can cover this number in the first half. So I'll take magic plus the nine in the first half. Uh, To wrap it up here, Terrell, thoughts on this total here, 217? Or sorry, 218? Uh, two eighteen. I'm leaning. I'm leaning over because I just think the Magic are able to keep up. Okay. Ultimately, uh, I think I think the Magic are able to keep up and you know put up a good amount of points just to kind of make it a fun game, like yeah. a fun game. I still think the Warriors are gonna you know obviously win the game and pull away, but a ten point win, an eleven point win, cool. Sixteen feels like a lot. Yeah. Uh... I'll probably stay away from this total, man. I, probably a good live opportunity if we're going to be watching this game. Um, but definitely, like uh, you said, you like the Orlando full game, and I'll take Orlando first half. Let's move over to our picks for this Monday night schedule, Terrell. We have a three straight pods or three straight episodes winning streak of cashing dogs. So hopefully we can do that and continue that streak tonight between um, whichever dogs we pick, we just need one of our dogs to, uh, to hit to continue that continue that streak. So let's start with this. Let's start with your lock and let's start with your dog, Terrell. What do you got for the people today? Okay, let's look here. Um, well, damn sure not gonna be the Clippers. Stay away from that game. Uh, where are the up to date lines? I want the most up to date number here. I think I know who my dog is, though. I think I know who my. I, I never. I never fails. I never have this figured out by the time we we do the show. Every t- <laughs> every day in prep, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have my. I'm gonna know what I'm doing before we get to the show. And I I don't. I never have. Um shit. I might double dog it tonight. Ooh, I might. Uh. Yeah. No. Fuck it. Ooh, I I like the heat though. I do like the heat. I think this is a get back spot for the heat. Uh, but Memphis is playing better. All right, so nah, fuck it. I'm gonna double dog it. Lock Orlando Magic plus sixteen. I'm sorry, it's too many points. Too okay. many fucking points. So that's my lock. Orlando Magic plus sixteen. Okay. Uh, my dog. I'm gonna go back, and you know, I'm gonna trust them again. They're the dog this time. I took them as the favorite, and it hasn't worked out for me a couple of times. But I'll take them as a dog here on the road. Wizards money line. I I, I think wrong team is favorite here. Yeah, I like that one too. As as a dog, also, um, yeah, that plus one ninety. That that number seems off. I like that with you also, but I'll pick another uh, dog also. But for my lock, um, man, let's see here. Uh, God. For my lock, God, do I just lock up the Clippers, man? But three point road favorite, like I hate taking road favorites, but this Portland defense is atrocious. Uh, the Clippers have burned me a few times. Uh, let's see. 
I think the buck stops here. I, I know you just mentioned that you like Miami also. I'll take Miami minus the five here. I think they're going to be able to knock down some three-point shots against the worst three-point shooting defense in the league. Look for Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Kyle Lowry, P.J. Tucker, some of their guys off the bench to knock down three-point shots. I'll take Miami minus the five as my lock. I do like that Wizards dog with you also, so I'll co-sign that. But I will also go, who do I want to take the Spurs at plus 250? Do you think I'm too crazy for that? No. They're playing well. I no. mean, they won four in a row. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to get away from our team, man. Even if Giannis does play, I know it's his birthday, but whatever. Maybe he was out partying last night for his birthday. Or if he doesn't play at all, Cleveland Cavaliers plus two, plus 210. Money line plus six and a half. Let's take the dog there. They're playing well. I know they're on a back-to-back, but hey, they almost beat the Utah Jazz yesterday at home. I'm going to take the Cleveland Cavaliers. I had cash with them last Monday. Maybe it comes into fruition this Monday also. So take the plus six and a half. Take the money line plus 210 as my dog. Terrell, last question. Uh, one game that you do not want any part of tonight, uh, you, you would advise our listeners and betters to stay clear of. Which game is that? Oh, stay clear of the... Stay clear of the Thunder Pistons game. Don't yeah, that was going to be mine too. No idea how yeah, the Thunder are going to respond. Yeah, don't don't bet that game. I I I don't. I I honestly I don't know why the line jumped. Um, I see a I minus four and a half any, now. I don't I don't want any. I don't even think I would have any fun props for that game. I just I don't think I'd bet that game at all. Yeah, I would throw that one out, and then the other one I probably would throw out would probably be that Atlanta Minnesota game. Even though it's a fun matchup, just just the the injury report with Carl Anthony Towns. If you are going to bet that game, but I advise I would stay away from that game. And, but see, the thing is with the injury report in that one, at least in at least in that game, if you tell me that Cat is out, you tell me that Delo's out, I'm like, all right, cool, I'm betting Hawks. Or even if Cat is out, I might still be like, all right, I'm betting Hawks. But if you tell me all three of those guys are in and they're playing, then I'm like, oh, okay, well, now it's a little bit more testy. And I might yeah. not be wanting to play. With yeah, so I think but, OKC Thunder and uh, Detroit probably be the pick for both of us tonight. Yeah. Yeah, stay clear of that one. That will bring us to the end of the show Terrell, uh, hopefully we can get this Monday and this week, new week, started right. Hopefully we can catch a dog, keep that winning streak going. Um, mm. Let the people know what you're working on and where they can find you, man. Oh, man. College football is wrapping up, guys. It's wrapping oh, yeah, up. It we're is. in bowl season and then we're done. And I can attack, I can focus everything on the hard court, uh, college football experience, college basketball experience. Um you know, here you hear me here in the NBA gambling podcast at really real underscore underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us, leave a leave, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. And uh, shoot, f- hop in the Slack channel, sg.pn slash Slack. Come in there, have conversation with us, talk to us. Like, you know, we're, we're cool people. Yeah, definitely hop in the Slack channel, sg.pn slash Slack, and in that NBA channel. But so many different other channels, also NFL, college football, college basketball, soccer, uh, hockey. That hockey one is always popping every single night. Uh, Ryan and those guys are always dropping their picks and their um, and their player props also in there. So if you're a prop better, 
Also, get in that hockey Slack channel. Um, so much stuff. You know, we have a food channel, also a movie channel. So we just don't even talk about sports. So there's a lot of other stuff happening in the Slack channel. Check out sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, a lot of content as we wind down the football season, like Terrell mentioned with college football and fantasy football content. Uh, and again, download the app. That's where you can get all of our picks and all of our podcasts right there at the on an app so you don't have to mess with your podcast player. I know sometimes it's a little slow getting it uploaded there, but it always pops up on the, our SGPN app. So just go to your Google Play Store or your App Store. Just put in SGPN and it'll pop right up. It's a black and red uh, logo there, so you'll see it. Make sure to download it. With that being said, guys, let's start this week off with a bang. We will be back Wednesday morning for the NBA Gambling Podcast. And also, last thing, make sure to follow us on Twitter at SGPNNBA. Like Terrell said, we like interacting with our listeners and fans um, of the podcast. So uh, make sure to follow that Twitter account. Good luck with your bets tonight, guys, whether it's in the NBA or the NFL tonight. Um, we will be back on Wednesday morning, like I said, and I will be recording a propcast after this show with Jong. So look out for that one also. Good luck with your bets. Let's break the books off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going.